0: <laughs> nice countdown. Now me. we're actually recording. That was great. <laughs> um.
1: All right, bro. Uh, what? We've we've been talking about food off the air. Um. So I think I should ask you, what is the worst meal
0: you've ever had in yeah. your adult life? Why did you turn your gain up? Oh, shouldn't you turn it down? Turn down. I feel like you turned it up. Turn down, bro. What? Yeah. Oh man, I messed mind up. What is the worst meal I've worst ever? Worst ad- meal you've had in your adult life. Worst meal I've had in my adult life. Hmm. I don't think I, I. I love. I love food. I'll eat almost anything. Um. I don't know. Do you have one off the top of your head? That one's a hard one for me.
1: Poof. I mean, I, I guess it's hard to pick. I think I've eaten a lot of <laughs> terrible <laughs> food in my adult life. A lot life. of bad food. <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like something that's that seems uh, appropriate. I don't want to offend anybody who may have made me a meal that was.
0: Yeah, you can't go with someone who cooks for you. <laughs> that would be horrible.
1: <laughs> so I'm thinking of a uh, of a restaurant. Well, okay. This it wasn't the, this wasn't the worst this wasn't the worst meal I've had in my adult life, but it was a, a a big disappointment. So last October. Um, Those that may not know this, I am a very big fan of ramen. I love ramen. Mm. Um, Ramen Traditional traditional ramen is like one of my favorite things. Sure. Um, So I was in San Francisco last year, and I was traveling with a friend. He was shooting wedding with me, and he—I didn't know this, but he didn't really eat a lot of foods that were not like. That he was not typical to him. So basically he's, he's,
0: not an eater. he's not an adventurous
1: eater. That's nice to say. He was not he's not an adventurous eater. He just and that's not I think it was just because he hasn't really had the chance to try stuff.
0: So he's not a really adventurous eater. But he's like, is it like to the point that it's a little odd? Like he only eats chicken wings? Or no, something? no, it's not it's not quite that okay. that level. But it's just like, oh, have you had this? And he's like,
1: No. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't had? I'm like, you haven't had peppers? Yeah. What's wrong with
0: you? <laughs> and so
1: there was like oh, so we're talking about things like uh I was like, oh man, like the food in San Francisco is amazing. They have incredible like like Japanese ramen food or incredible yeah. ramen incredible like pho and he's like I never had any of that stuff like, wow really what so I was like we need to get ramen so I looked up some like and but the thing is I don't really know that much ramen in San Francisco sure. I but I just know that they have good good food there so I looked up this like um, this place and had pretty good reviews and it was in there was like different parts of the town have but it was like a this one was like a Everything in the mall, it was like a mall, but everything inside of it was like owned by like an Asian business or some kind of thing. Everything was like uh, either like, um, it was like grocery stores or restaurants or things like that. So it was like, it was like a mall, but it was all kind of, it was very eclectic. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of a strange thing, but whatever. So, you know, go to the mall and then on the base, on the main level, there was this restaurant that was supposed to be a good ramen restaurant. And then... We walked around the mall to see because there were a couple of different places that were good, but there's a lot of people there, like a lot of people there, and there's like a lot of lines at some of the restaurants. And the one that was supposed to be really good had like a two hour line, so like, okay, we can't go there. Oh, so, wow. so we went down to the one to the bottom floor, which had like pretty good ratings still, and we got ramen. And it was just, it was his first experience with ramen, so I really wanted to be like an awesome, mm-hmm. like, knock your socks off ramen experience. And it was just like, pretty subpar broth yeah. wasn't super super like rich the mm-hmm. noodles weren't like because you know those ramen noodles that you get they're like homemade and just like just like buttery in your mouth there's no, right. it was not like that it was more like the ramen you get in a
0: pack and I was like so he's scarred for life he's like I've never tried yeah, I think new so. I think, <laughs> I think he's probably like this was this was strange he's like I'm not sure why Levi likes yeah, this I'm not right? sure. yeah, yeah I'm like
1: you know bro I get it man this is kind of disappointment to me too So I I felt really bad about that. Yeah,
0: it's the worst thing when you give someone a recommendation or, like, you're trying to introduce them to something and it doesn't turn out well. I did that a few months ago. Some friends came from out of town. I was meeting them at this restaurant. They were like, they like Thai food. And I was like, I got the Thai spot. Like, we're going to Thai Pot Cafe. Uh, Thai Pot Cafe used to be my old favorite. But, um, and I used to go and it was, like, this small joint. And there was probably like five tables in there, maybe even two or three or something. It was very small. Um, and I found it with my old roommate. That was probably eight, nine years ago. And we would talk to the owners, one of those things. He's he's like, my wife's cooking in the back, and she's the only person in the whole of Denver that's actually from Thailand. Everybody else is from China, and they're cooking Thai food. You know, So the story was there. Everything was there. And then... Uh, and then <laughs> Uh so I was like, all right. I was like, hey guys, we're going to Thai Pot Cafe, but uh they've moved and uh so we have to we're gonna go to the new spot and I'm excited to show you guys this hey, size. Hey, you, you had spot. not been in the new spot yet? I had actually been there like maybe t- like a two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I think the day that I went it was fine mm-hmm. but this day we went it was not good. And so, and I, and I also, it was kind of like not near anything. It's mm-hmm. like, it's probably like 30 minutes. Yeah. it's so like you're like, downtown. you have to
1: go there to go there.
0: Yeah. And I just happened to get lost because something, it was taking me to the wrong spot. Even though I had been there before, it was taking me to this other location, like my Google maps. And I was like, oh no. And so I was late by like 20 minutes. Oh, I no. couldn't find the place. And uh, so we sat there and we got there. I finally got there. And we ordered the food. And the place is big. And I was like, oh, they're really doing well for themselves. It's just like umbrellas coming down and like all sorts of stuff. And we sat there and we just ate mediocre Thai food. <laughs> and it was like one of those things where they know it's bad and I know it's bad. But we don't say we don't say anything to each other. Like they don't finish it. I feel so bad. Oh, no. like, I, and I taste it. I was like, yeah, it sucks. Like it's not good today. So I was like, I kind of was like, hey, sorry, guys. like This isn't, it's not on. Point, but we still like sat there and just ate the meal you know it was just so that was one of the that sucks that but, does suck man yeah. I think I'm really happy though that I'm not a picky eater I'm I will eat I will try almost anything Yes. Yeah. Like, what's the strangest thing you've tried uh, well I've eaten almost every part of a goat <laughs> maybe not every part but like I mean we used to make we used to actually do you know kill the goat in the backyard and so we've We've done, you know, we butchered it in the house. I was just talking about it this morning. Apparently, there's a guy uh, on Sunday mornings, not far from here, who uh, cooks his own goat and has a little restaurant in his own house. Like, it's like a Mexican guy, and he has goat tacos on Sunday mornings. What? So, if you would like to go get goat I tacos, I'd love to get goat
1: tacos at his house.
0: Yeah. It's just like you. there's apparently a line of Mexican people in the <laughs> morning, <laughs> and he's just, you just walk into his house and you buy goat tacos dude let's do this the guy said it was delicious Dude, like, right. Sunday yeah let's go I was, <laughs> I was like what? goat tacos that sounds awesome like anyway so uh, probably just different parts of the goat meat um, I mean in Nigeria sometimes like the way they butcher the meat you don't always know what it is yeah and so they put it in the soup and you just like eat it Yeah, you don't know what you're eating yeah, sometimes it's, 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 like, what it is. it's just it's meat it came from the goat mm-hmm. and Um, uh, yeah. So you just eat whatever. And then, yeah, I remember I went to Chipotle and I was, it was when I had my AmeriCorps team and one of my AmeriCorps members wouldn't like, she was like super particular, like extremely particular. And so we went to Chipotle and everyone's happy at Chipotle. You can get whatever you want. Right. She wouldn't even eat a burrito. She was like, I just want the chicken she just had a bowl of chicken like no rice no condiments no nothing it's because she only would eat what she knew and I was like man that's a crazy wait letter. wait so that means she doesn't know
1: tomatoes or lettuce I, I mean she doesn't corn. like it
0: and her parents aren't there I don't you know some kids are like that they just oh, was won't a kid. eat no she wasn't a kid she was an adult but I think it, this came from her childhood you know this is what I'm saying it's like she grew up like so this so she didn't eat vegetables I don't think so not when I was near, like barely any vegetables, like just like chicken wings. I was like, "Oh man!" Like I mean, chicken. Like like okay, like I, I'm not your cat. I'm not your dad, so you do what you want. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. It can. Some people, you know, it's fine though. Like I'm just happy that I'm just like yeah, I'll try that. Put it in front of me. Yeah, sure, I'll try it. You know, but
1: um, I, I think the most. Interesting thing that I've, or unique thing I tried was that we, um, a couple of years ago, we were, Hills and I went on vacation, and I had surprised her with the trip, and because she, she loves going to new places, and so I was like, well, we'll just make it a surprise. So I gave her the tickets, and we got to the airport, and we went to, and the first stop was Thailand. So I'm in Thailand, and we were, and we flew into Phuket. It's like a beachy area, and there's like, but it's also pretty touristy. There's lots of food and touristy food. Around like, in the area, and we're like, mm-hmm. we don't really want to eat touristy Thai food. We want to eat, like, real Thai food. Sure. So, um, Hillary's favorite thing in the world is grocery shopping. And that's not maybe a favorite thing in the world, but she loves a grocery shop. Yeah. That so, would be
0: an odd favorite thing in the
1: world. Yeah, so. but she loves a grocery shop. Okay. So, every time we go on vacation, she likes to go shopping for okay. groceries. So she likes to make food there or whatever. So, we go to, like, this. We go to a market, and it's a traditional, like,
0: like, like, uh, uh... Open-air open, market. Yeah, traditional open-air
1: market, like... Main level is like all kinds of fruits and veg. Downstairs is like where they butcher everything. And so or and then um on the one of the levels they had was like a oh it was a butcher. You could go there and get all like a whole thing, but there's also restaurants. So mm. and restaurants is like a little bit generous of a term. It's like they sell one dish. Yeah. it's like one guy at a stall who also is butchering like a chicken on another side and there's like selling the soup on the other side. Yeah. They're like, let's get this soup. And people, a lot of people were getting it. And they were like it looks pretty good. So we, we got this soup.
0: A lot of the Thai people were getting it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, there's only people
1: that were there were Thai. Oh, there was yeah. like no, there were like no Westerners there. Sure. Um, so we get the soup. It's got these little like balls inside of it, like meatballs. Um, and it's like a pretty typical soup, like rice noodles, like basil leaves and things inside of there, and then chicken. And then when you get to the bottom of the soup, you realize there's a couple different chicken feet in there <laughs> and it was like the claws yeah like fully on there and I was like okay well I was like i never had a chicken <laughs> but before but I'll try it and so and Hil- Hillary can eat a lot of food but she was like that yes. is a little too much for me
0: I can see that being a little tough but but, the, uh, the claws
1: yeah I didn't mean to try it like it was hard. Like the little like the little leg things are like it's like a stick I'm like this, yeah. you can't really eat this
0: Maybe you can. Did you? Did you? I try tried it? to like. There's like semi some so yam yeah. yeah. So it's like you're eating just the skin part of basically, it. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is I like the chicken skin. Yeah. But um, that's probably the most like unique food experience. It's like oh, and it wasn't like it wasn't strange or anything like I was just like okay, oh, yeah, this is not what you you wouldn't get this in. You yeah. This. You wouldn't get a bowl with a chicken foot at the bottom. Bowl yeah. Soup.
0: But, so, yeah. No, no, I, I, I love that you know on during weddings, you know you go travel for a wedding, or. I think I had a really interesting meal when I was in China. Uh, and it was... They we were just in the hills next to uh, the Great Wall where we were shooting a wedding. And for the rehearsal dinner, they were cooking, like, legit Chinese, like, traditional food. Yeah, and not was, like
1: Western Chinese food. Not like orange chicken.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> and it was, like, chestnuts and uh, pork belly, if I remember correctly. And it was so good. And this was, this was like eight, nine years ago. This was before pork belly was big, you know? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Pork belly and chestnuts? Which is such a weird dish in some yeah. sort of hot sauce or, or sauce. It was so good. I just remember thinking, I've never had anything like this. And then we just ate it, and that was the meal. <laughs> and, uh, but it was so interesting. And I was like, yeah, I'll try that. And uh, But I, I feel like weddings just kind of open your world to, like, different cuisines as well because sometimes... I've been to weddings where they have, like, food trucks, mm-hmm. which yep. I think is fun, you know? Like, everyone can go to a different food truck. And I've been to some where they do... Um, or it's, like, super fancy or whatever. Um, and so I think either way, it's like, man, this is cool. Like, I I mean, when do we get to eat? <laughs> Sometimes the wedding photographer doesn't get to eat. I mean, there's, there's that.
1: That's true. Sometimes I've also gotten some... Uh box lunches before, box dinners. Box
0: lunches, yeah. No, that's the, yeah, that's see, the vein the, of, of what shooting weddings. Yeah, is. I actually, it's,
1: I remember shooting this like really dope wedding with, the, I was second shooting, so. Um, it was in Napa, first time ever to Napa. Mm-hmm. It was this amazing venue. They they filmed some movies there. It was beautiful. And the couple and family are doing this like amazing spread of food. They're like, oh my gosh, this stuff looks awesome. There's like, Apps passed around. I tried some apps. I think and they were like so good, and then the planner pulls us aside and say, like, "Okay, you guys are ready. Ready for you guys to eat." And,
0: and you're just like, "Yes, I'm ready." Let's do this. It was like
1: all day. I've been waiting for this, and the hand like, not even, you know those like um, those like the the cups the little uh pla- the little uh, paper cups with like the little like blue thing like the this yeah. is like it's just like a it looks like a mall like a mall yeah They basically hand us like that but it's like a, a food container. I'm like, this is unsettling. Is my yeah, first thought. Please no. Um, and I'm like, back the, they want us to eat in the flight. Oh, well, they also told us that we couldn't eat together, the photog- other photographer and I, because they want yeah. us to stagger so there's always someone shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, so I was first like, tells us like, this may not go. Like i like, I hope it goes. And then but I'm like, you know what? It's fine. And I open up the little thing, and I see <laughs> like. Uh, a, like a king supers or deli bought half of a sandwich. That's like, it's like three inches long. It's tiny. Oh, it's not man. a very big sandwich. Yeah. And like a bag of like Lay's chips, and that's it. And there's like a, oh, and there's like there's like a pickle, but not like a deli cool pickle. It's yeah. like it's like a pickle they pull
0: out of out of a jar. Out of a jar pickle. That was like a, that the jar was like two bucks. The thing that kills me about that is they probably charge the couple yeah forty or fifty bucks. For a vendor meal. For their... You know, for the actual meals for the couple. they You know, at a very nice place like that, maybe they're paying 75 to $150 a yeah. head. Maybe more, depending on the meal. But they charged the couple $50 for a vendor meal. And the couple thinks that the vendor meal is going to be nice. Right. Because it's a $50 meal. And then they give us literally garbage. Like, it's just like, I would not eat this. Yeah. And I'll eat I... anything, and I did not eat that. No, dude. I get so mad sometimes because... We were on the top of a mountain, beautiful sunset, dinner, and you see everyone just trekking out these steaks. Oh, yeah. You know, and the little mm-hmm. glaze sauce and the carrots sticking up and the little <laughs> little wrapped around cucumber slice. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, It's yeah. so fancy. You're like, ooh, dinner's going to be fantastic. Because <laughs> that's one of the things you love about weddings is the food. And then when you, you get back to the back and they're like, here's your dinner, here's your thing. And you're like, no, 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 Can I just pay the difference? I know you have, <laughs> let me just pay for it. I know you have food back there. Why would you let me like, one who shoots a lot of weddings, why would you give me bad food, especially caterers? Right? Oh yeah. That's the thing that, that baffles me is like, why would you give me bad food? Like, you know, I'm the one who suggests to the to the client what cater, yeah. caterer I go with sometimes. You would want to impress me, but, you know, sometimes I don't. I mean...
1: I, yeah. I had I only had one caterer ever that was, like, out to impress me as a photographer. Oh, really? And yeah, it was a wedding I shot in Baltimore. It was actually, like, they... um they, It was actually... Like, it was kind of random, because I don't think he did a ton of catering, but he did some catering. And he, like... Every time he'd serve something to the couple, he'd be like, you come here, like, I'm going to show you this. He would, like, show it to me, and um then, like... And he'd like make me whatever. He's like, this is. I was like you got to try this. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he was like really stoked about it. Yeah. And I felt really bad because like, because I didn't get like, oh, actually I got good food, good photos of the food, but I didn't get great photos of the dessert. But the dessert he was making like um, ice cream sandwiches. Like he made all these homemade cookies and like had like all those like Jenny's ice cream. he was like yeah. scooping in the middle. And do you have? And he's like, he's like, oh, dude, I got one for you. Like made one. He said, like, whatever you want. But then I didn't really get great photos of the dessert because it was like really dark out, yeah, and it was like in bad lighting, and had like, and so I felt kind of bad about that. Um, but he was like, that was the only time a caterer was like above me, beyond. like, I, I want you to have the best experience. He's like, yeah, you're the one who takes the photos of everything. I don't want you to have the best, yeah. best experience
0: ever. And you remember him? And I remember you're him. talking about this yeah. Baltimore yeah. caterer. He would sometimes able
1: to email me and be like, just hey, just see how it's going. Oh, <laughs> <really>?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about that dessert photo. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> dude, let me tell you about my favorite uh, caterer uh, right after this break. Yeah, man. So I went, uh, it was in Portland. And the guy whose wedding it was, I actually shot all of his siblings. It was uh, him, I shot his uh, sister's wedding and his other sister's wedding, uh, which was really fun. And this was the last wedding of the whole family. And the mom's a photographer, and I came to shoot this one. But he's a foodie, like a foodie. Like he, because I'm his sister's friend. And so I went to his sister's house one day, and he was cooking. And he was making this, like, gumbo thing. And it was one of the best gumbos I've ever had. And he was like, do you like this? Because you're from the South, man. I was like, I've never had anything this good in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, and so, anyway, so going to his... Wedding, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great for the rehearsal dinner. We he, he has some legit chef friends. We went to one of the restaurants. It's called Mizuna in Portland, and it was one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. I've been, you know, we've been yeah. five star Michelin restaurant, yeah. not five star, but like we've been to Michelin starred restaurants yeah. and things like that. And this was so. It was seven courses. All curated, all beautiful. I got up and I photographed each course, and they plated them to the side for mm-hmm. me. You know that kind of thing. Then I go back and sit down. Like I can remember some of the flavors today because it was so unique. Mm-hmm. There was just like an arugula salad, and I was at my table were a couple other chefs, and I was like, "Why is this arugula salad so good?" I was like, "This salad is so amazing." They're like, "Yeah, he he hit it with a touch of fish sauce and." That really brings out the notes, and like there was other stuff in the salad, mm. but apparently the fish sauce is what I was just like, googling over. I was like, "What in the world is this?" Like, um yeah. So That's I loved it. Crazy. That was, I feel like
1: fish sauce is like a pretty potent.
0: Yeah, but it was flavor. like so subtle, but yeah. it just set the flavor mm. anyway. Um And so it was a lot of meals. The only the only course I didn't like. I don't was the beat course, because I don't really like beets. Okay. And I was like, but I'll try them. And I tried them. They were fine. But that was the only course I remember not liking. But everything else was just sensational. I was like, this is, you know. But they were saying that that was their last day in business. And they were going to close because Portland isn't ready for them. Which is funny. That's what they said in the restaurant. Like, Mm -hmm. you could tell they were sad. And this was like their... You know, like their Their football party, yeah. This is they're all excited about this night, and so they're putting imagine just some chefs in the back putting their all into their last night and they were just cooking. I was like, man, this is amazing! And that was one of my and then that was the rehearsal dinner, the wedding day. It was one of those weddings where the guy, like, they're roasting a pig and like every you know, it was just like roasting all these things. It was just beautiful, and it's yeah, it was one of my favorite weddings. I don't think I blocked that one, but. The food at that wedding. Just blog the food. The food was sensational Mizuna. And I uh That's a shame that they shut down. Yeah. Like they were just like where they were in Portland, they don't think they were ready for what they were trying to do. Yeah. So it was like it's definitely New American. Yeah. It was a lot different than any place I'd ever been. Yeah. I was like, Man, I've never had anything like this. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. It's so interesting. It's so wonderful, you know? And so you know, I think where they were was it a
1: pretty like heavy price point typically? You think it would
0: have probably been heavy. I I didn't see that yeah. part, that side of it, but I think um, where they were was more like businessy. Mm-hmm. I think gotcha. they it wasn't like the hipster cool side of town. So I think that's what it was. Is like those people just want steaks and right. You know, like
1: they're, not, they're looking for something they can. Catch. I mean, the food is secondary. Usually, like a a meeting or a conversation. Right. Or like that too. It's not like you're going there, like. For to be wowed
0: and... To think. Yeah. To you don't th- go yeah. in there to think. Yeah. You go in there to, yeah. To, to yeah. do
1: your other stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so that was... uh Anyway, it was so great, which we still need to go to Elenia. We've talked about that, but... um Where's Elenia? In Chicago. Did you go? I Elenia, didn't... the one with the the balloon, he was on Netflix. No. We didn't talk about this? I don't think so. Oh, maybe it's Tristan, my roommate. Anyway, Elenia is that, like, uh he... Surprised I didn't know about this, but Alan's Chef's Table, he has I, the I've one. I've heard the name, but I guess. Do you know, Chef's Table? Yeah, I know Chef's Table. You know, the one where he, there's like one, it's like the banner image for that season is like a big art piece. The food just looked like a hmm. big avant garde sort of. Uh, uh, what's the guy who slings the paint everywhere? Uh, not uh, Not Klimt, because he paints straight walls, but. Ah, uh, how can you don't remember the guy, the painter who painted in the time and he looks like a child's painting, some people might say, because all the the it just looks like he splatters paint. Matisse? No. Matisse is more of a, he's, I mean, he's, um, he's
1: more in the modern era.
0: Yeah. More of a. But Matisse is great. Uh, this guy. Man, why can't I remember his name? It's not Picasso, but I think it starts with a P. Uh, I'm sure the listeners are, are just ye- yelling, yelling at you. yelling at you like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, it. You guys are dumb." Uh, okay, what's the name of the the uh, the museum right next to? There's a little art museum right next to the actual art museum, and it's just like a one one painter. Oh, Clifford Still. Yeah, the Clifford Still Museum. Yeah, it was one of Clifford Still's friends. Gotcha. Do
1: you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't know. Ah, no. why well, can't? All right, Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Jackson, okay, Golly. I know the name.
0: I'm not actually super
1: familiar with all of his work, though.
0: Um. Anyway, Jackson Pollock. Uh, that's what. Okay. Well, this is yeah. a reference of a reference. I'm sorry. I was like, what were you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this guy at Alinia, he makes food that you know, I would say that it it looks like a Pollock. Like he smashes the thing in the middle and it spreads everywhere, and it just looks really, really neat. It looks like a work of art um, for that dessert thing that he was making. Um, Anyway, it's it's a lot more experiential than... Oh, I know the balloon thing. Oh, shut up, yeah, man. No. You're just waiting. You're just letting me hurt myself <laughs> no. through that whole entire that, <laughs> explanation. Now
1: that like, like, it's all coming back, I'm like, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
0: I haven't been there. Yeah. But I like that they're trying new things in there, and they're being rewarded for it. Like, yeah. Chicago's like, yeah, millennia, go there. I think he opened up another restaurant that's hmm. uh, more like barbecue...
1: Like i think that's something i really do love is when chefs don't get too tied into one style of cooking um or like one particular they're not like they're not too uh nouveau for uh for like i have this like super fancy restaurant and i have a barbecue joint like a barbecue joint could be dope and awesome and amazing but it, it's, right, right. It's, it's, it's not like it's not it's trying to, it's like not trying to be like hey if you only if you can afford a three-dollar plate. Yeah, you come here. It's like, yeah, I made the barbecue is gonna be expensive, but you can eat it with your hands and it gets messy just like other barbecue. Like, it's I like the idea of like a, a food being transcendent in that sense. There's another yeah. f- chef in Chicago. I Forget her last name, Stephanie something, but she's the one who owns the Girl and the Goat, and she has the Girl and the Goat Diner, which is like really good food. But it's the diner. And shoot, she has another one. I forget the name of it, but it's a it's Chinese food, and we went there and but it's just like it's a cool rooms is super awesome it's like but she's like it's like super fancy new american place girl and the goat and she has a girl and the goat diner and she has this like chinese restaurant and they're all totally different yeah um and i love
0: that because i do love that too and uh, just to put that i don't think that that guy's place is like a literal like barbecue joint i think it's like a little bit different okay not, not yeah sure. yeah just to say that just but to, i do yeah. like when people have different um uh different like types of Fronts to their to their businesses, which brings us to our conversation. (laughs) Do you do you think that the photographer can do this and should the photographer do this? Like, let's talk about the wedding photographer specifically, because I I know that a lot of them there are people that have different fronts to their businesses um, to serve different industries, right? And so you might have, you know, I do editorial. I also do. You know headshots. I also do weddings, and maybe you have different websites for each yeah. of these. Uh, but what about for weddings? Could we serve uh, different clientele with different, or do people do that? Have you heard of that? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Or? I think I mean I think there's a lot of photographers that have two websites at the, at the least, where it's like well, this is my my wedding family, whatever work. Mm-hmm. I think that's like in that vein, where you're commissioned by an individual. And then I have a commercial portfolio, which is just, like, whatever business stuff they do. Sure. Um, I think I, don't, I think it's it can be a really good idea. Uh, I think the problem that ends up emerging is that there's – knowing just business owners and how it works, you're, you are probably – unless you are the exception, not the rule, you're probably never going to market one – of those or a couple of those as much as like your primary one. So if sure. your primary is weddings, you're likely not going to put commercial out there as much. Uh, or if you do have, cause I actually have a site for family photos. Mm-hmm. I have a site for weddings and I have a you know commercial site. Um, and so I, I, I very, very rarely ever promote my family work ever. Mm-hmm. And I like shooting families. Actually, I think I'm actually my family work is like really solid. Um, I think it's interesting and I
0: think it's unique. And I don't think it's, but it would be odd if you didn't say that. Like, if you were like, well, I think my, uh, family my family work is mediocre. My family work
1: is, it's... It's it's worth a, a it means minimal a investment. Help. Yeah, uh,
0: no, but I mean, like, but genuinely, I when I look at, when I
1: every time I go back to my family website, I'm like, this stuff is dope. I more, I should push this out more often because people people want this. Uh, okay. Seriously, no, I bet it I is actually
0: dope. I actually get when I look at my my family photo. I'm like, I should just do this because I think I'm really good at this. How good are you? Are, do you have an Instagram for your family photos? I, Since you're talking about them so highly, <laughs> they have to be a amazing. They have to be so dope. I don't know. Let's see if I... Listen, I just want to see the Instagram. I don't want to see your actual website. I know. I'm, I'm okay. just kidding.
1: It's No, I do actually have one. I realize that I, I haven't updated it in a very, very long time.
0: So um, aren't, aren't any dope photos on there? There are
1: some dope photos. I think it still looks good. It's I It works under the name Legato. So it's L-E-G-A-D-O. Le-G. L-E-G-A-D-O. A-D-O. Photo Co. A-D-O. And there's a picture of me up there. You'll see
0: it. That is you. Um, What's legato mean? It's the Spanish word for legacy. Oh. Wow. These are pretty dope. I think they're pretty good. Yeah,
1: you know, I just feel like they're good moments.
0: Wow, that one's spectacular. Sorry, don't look at my <laughs> phone, bro. What, what do you know? About? No, that one is pretty good, though. I like that one a lot.
1: I think, it's, I think it's a lot of just good moments, and I think they're just fun, and they're real, and I like that. And I think it's still my style. It's still a little more moody. It's still a little, like, interesting light and stuff like that. It's all the stuff you would find typically in my wedding work, but it's a bit more controlled where it's, like, because we can pick locations and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm a, I'm a fan. I, all I have to say, I don't really know if Oh, yeah, we're talking about different friends in the business. I actually was saying the other day, I probably need to spend more time promoting my family work because it's something that's, like, way more... It doesn't require weekends. Um, it can happen more on my own time. People want photos of their family it's just the way it is and you like it and I like it and yeah. I think especially in the way that I shoot it it's like hey I want to shoot this this is like this is like it's fun and interesting so I think that that's the breakdown is I think people have different friends, I think they should but I think the problem comes down to saying you've got to treat each of those like it's its own business you've got to market each of those if you want them to succeed or, you still have to do the work so you do the work yeah if you want to book you know 50 family sessions a year or 20 whatever it is you've got to treat it like you want to book 50 sessions a year you got to promote and push and like make content and get people know about it and if people don't know about it they're not going to buy in i think i think that's where photographers struggle is they if they have this front if they have you know a couple different storefronts so so to speak there's always going to be timmy be more that one that they push the most and that's usually the one that makes the most money Hmm. um but i think to be really to be really mindful with it, you have to treat them all individually like they are their own thing.
0: Um. Do you think... What about if they are in the same industry? Like, to... Because what I'm saying is, oh, I guess they are different. Like, the barbecue joint is different than the new American joint. Right. But would it, you know how, like, the kitchen, which is a popular restaurant here, yeah. has the kitchen and then the kitchen next door. Right. I don't know if it's different fares, but I know that it's different price points. Right. The only thing I know is that one serves a really high end sit down kind of fancy thing, and one's just like it's a little more, like, more casual. casual. Right? Do you think that it would serve or even be possible for a photographer to do that? Totally. Yeah, I
1: think I I have uh, some friends who they run a photo studio. It's a husband and wife, and they're also launching another photo studio. That I think they'll shoot out occasionally, but mostly of them to be associates mm-hmm. that's just different price point. It's exactly the same concept of the kitchen next door and kitchen. It's like yeah, it's like one is they literally just get at a different price point the I guess their
0: we do points. it in a way with our pricing, but I feel like our pricing is normally in a range, right, like you know three to six or something, and right. then six to nine, and then you know above and you know, and so I'm just wondering like would it serve us to have websites with high end prices and that show a certain type of work like, Oh, look at these filmy grainy ones. Mm-hmm. And then look at these dark and edgy ones, with you know, because those serve different price points. Right. You they know, do. They
1: do. And I think, I think it's as long as you treat them like they're individual businesses, I think it's, it, it works. Work. I think it can work. Yeah. I think you have to be mindful of it. It's like, it's going to attract different clientele. And I mean, the reality is, okay. So I, I think for those that are in Denver, there's a, uh, a, a family of restaurants here, a hospitality group called Edible Beets, and they um, they own Linger, Root Down, Vado Root, Ophelia's, and Family Jones. Oh, and L Five. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, the majority of them are in the same price point. They're all relatively similar. Um, some are a little bit. I feel like um, L Five is probably a little more higher end. Ophelia's is still expensive. Like, it's still like, but it's a little more. St- casual fare it's like burgers sure, and, sure. and that and fries yeah. and their stuff is really good still yeah. it's still like not necessarily cheap um but i have had some dishes like i think one dish that they always carry across all their platforms is like their devil's on horseback mm-hmm. which is like their bacon wrapped dates mm-hmm. so like i think every except for maybe l5 i think every one of their restaurants basically carries that same dish hmm. they pay different prices for it at different restaurants because marketed towards different people um and while they're generally in a similar price range all around um like you can go to, you know, linger and pay a couple bucks more for it than you might at Vada Root, um, hmm. and that to me I think is really interesting because it's you know they they are catering to their audience. They know that's a popular dish across their restaurants, so why not make it <laughs> available in more places? And I think people with in photography should be mindful of that too. I think sometimes photographers are like, I can't decide on my style. I like this you know like light and airy look, but I also like this moody look. It's like. You can A-B test it. You can do both those things, but you're also going to have to run two businesses more or less to really mm-hmm. do that. But then again, it's it's about marketing. It's about connection point. And I think realistically, the reality is it's about who you know. If you connect to a planner and the planner knows you and gets you, you could say, hey, listen, I actually have two different sites. I actually can shoot two different ways. And they can look at your light and area work or your moody work and kind of know which one's which. You can even say, hey, this – light everyone whatever you want to describe if it's film-esque I charge more money for that because like it's in the vein of film and I shoot film at weddings or I also um, maybe I color match against film every year Mm -hmm. you can can tell a planner why it's more money and they'll if it's a reasonable thing they'll buy into that and the planner will know oh like, AD can shoot both. If I want him to shoot film, I hire this company. And if I want him to shoot this, I hire this company. But it's going to be a different price point, but it's yeah. going to match my client's need. Or at least send the client yeah. to one the clients, or the other. But they, at the end of the day, the planners don't care as long as it's easy to understand.
0: Yeah. And so and I, they have the work. Right. And they know what they're going to get on the back end. So
1: I think yeah. in, that, in that vein, it doesn't really matter if you are doing two different um, brands or mm-hmm. two different price points. I think just like it's you're fulfilling a, a need in the market, and I think, and again, like I've talked about this on the podcast a couple times, but like the the hardest thing in the wedding photography business is scale. Scale is the most complicated part of the business because it's really hard to scale. Because let's say you charge five thousand bucks a wedding, and you take kind on of thirty weddings, which I feel like is a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. Max, you're maxing out at one hundred fifty k pre taxes basically, and unless you're a good salesman and your sales or saleswoman, you can add on albums and whatnot. And that's like I think that's like best case scenario for a lot of people. Five thousand bucks is probably a thousand, two thousand more than a lot of people are charging, and thirty weddings, is probably ten more weddings, than a lot of people are shooting, and so realistically, be charging three thousand at twenty weddings, you're maxing out at sixty, seventy k pre taxes. Yeah, it's rough. And so to scale that, you have to think of other ways to do that. And one way to scale, obviously, is like shoot more or grow a team. And I think like growing a team is a big thing if you want to scale because you can you know and then or have different different businesses ones ones in family photos ones in weddings and you can it all comes in the same place but you have to run two different brands and that's i think the, and I, I know i'm kind of being a dead horse now but that's the problem that we have is that people don't do they do the work for one but not for all of them
0: yeah no that's uh good wisdom levi i like that yeah yeah um, why did you laugh when I said that? Because like, Just the, the, the look
1: in your eyes Because like, you uh, think
0: I'm being sarcastic yeah, I think, I can he's tell. Like, He doesn't mean that Where, Where's the <laughs> where's, where's, When did the joke come <laughs> in? Exactly. Like, where's the punchline, Andy? I do like a good punchline I do like a, a good joke um, Gosh, did you see that Dave Chappelle special? No, we gosh, talked about this briefly it, though It's a mess, man, it's crazy Anyway, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, planners Well, not planners right after this break. We'll come right back. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, AD. Fill us in. Uh, All right, it's not planners (laughs) per se. It's more like intermediate people who don't have, like, an exact title, like the, what would you call it? Like a venue
1: liaison or venue coordinator or something. Yeah,
0: like... You know,
1: like, like the person whose job theoretically is done when the wedding shows up, yeah, but
0: it's like, what are they still d- hanging around? Yeah, and I think that person sometimes has an idea about what should happen at mm-hmm. a wedding or something, and they just put their little idea onto the wedding, and it's just annoying to me. Like, I'm just like, you gotta stop. Like, so okay, we, g- yeah, give us an example. Yeah, yeah, I had one at this last wedding, I don't even know who she was. I don't know where she came from, but I I was looking through back through my photos and there she is, just like, she's just like watching the wedding happen in different, different instances, but she's in the photos just like smiling real big, looking at like the guests. So there's one photo where I'm like rack focusing and like doing this like composition shot with mm-hmm. the bride and, and the, you know, they were hugging in the back. And then there was a group of people hugging, kind of looking on to them. And then there's this girl just, like, smiling in her little, she has, like, a little uniform. I'm like, what are you doing in that photo? It's, her smile's so big that I can't take focus away from her for the photo. Yeah. So it pretty much ruins the photo, like, because she's not supposed to be there. Right. Like, but that's not a memory that they want to have, like, in my mind. Like, who's that person? Like, it's just, like, and you can tell that she's just excited. She's not even, like, She's not looking at the bride and groom like everyone else is. She's looking at the people who are looking at the bride and groom. So she's technically looking at my camera anyway, yeah. and no one else is. It's just awkward. I'm like, what is this kid doing? Like, and I didn't notice that until I was looking through the photos yesterday. I was like, oh man, the little girl, man. Like she's just hanging out, you know. Like, and maybe it's just maybe I'm a bad photographer. I should have seen it and then fixed it, but I didn't. But what bothered me the most about this situation was. And it, uh, is that we were doing photos and she was like oh yeah like she she kept coming to talk to the bride and groom i was like what are you doing like i'm i have like 12 minutes to make some photos happen and we walked far away she brings like two champagne glasses she's like guys i just wanted to say congratulations and i was like and I was like, wait, you want to do that right now? Like, while we're doing the photos? Like, that's, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, that's going to, where are they going to put the drinks? Is to right. drink them? Like, is supposed to hold them? And, you know, like, we literally are taking a walk to not be with you. She comes following us to give us a thing. I'm like, no, please don't do that. Like, the, the your idea for them to have a cheers is not in the works that's not right. a plan that we it's have it's just your idea yeah it's just your idea and then oh guys i'm thinking i might change the schedule and push something you know like five minutes later or something which i don't think she even had like the it didn't even matter right and we're all just like yeah do do whatever Who you, cares? Think you yeah. need to do like yeah. don't we're, tell us that. we're good like we're, you know and like it was just so like Annoying because I try really hard to get my clients into that experience so, so I can get that photo, and then here comes this kid just like, Dee-doo-doo. hey, do you mind if I ask them? So? I'm like, uh, now I feel like the like a weird villain because I'm asking this person not to talk to my. I'm right. you know, Like, could you maybe give me five minutes? Like, you, you know, like. And so, do they also have a wedding planner? No, I I think she was sort of the de facto wedding planner okay. because. She's the venue thing, sure. But you could just tell, like, it's just I, I don't like even when like the planners, and maybe this is just that PSA for planners. Like, listen, let's all work together to make this amazing. If you can see me, I can see you, and you're in my picture somehow. Like, you're still there somehow. So if you're not a guest, that means you're probably not sitting down during the ceremony. Right. That means you're probably standing somewhere. Which means you're probably in the shot, right? Like that—that that does bother me because planners, they're just watching the wedding, and I get you should have someone there, but maybe the a way to do it would be to add an extra row of seats or something, and you just sit down, as opposed to just you're just standing somewhere awkwardly,
1: right. or to just know. standing far in the back, yeah, far far, in the, far far in the back.
0: Yeah, but sometimes far far in the back, like let's say I want to get a scene setting right. setting shot, and there's a person just right, randomly yeah. standing there, you know, or you're like. Doing details, and there's one just standing around. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like, or we had one the other day where the planner was following us. We would set up a nice detail shot, and we're like, we talk about it. I was talking about it with the photographer I was working with, and the planner was like, "The planner's assistant was like, that's a good idea. I'm gonna take it with my cell phone.'" And I was just like, "Oh no! Like, leave us alone! Like, let me just do my job. Like, yeah. I don't want you following me and taking the." Or when you you're doing portraits and the planners. Following you and yeah. taking portraits for their Instagram feed with their iPhone, am I not? Am I supposed to like that? Like I'm like I I can't say anything because it's the planner. But I'm like, hey, you gotta, you yeah. have the photos. Yeah, you have all the photos. Yeah, you gotta leave me alone. Let me do my thing. You know, like yeah. I I don't that part bothers me. I had one planner who was directing the couple, and she was just like telling the couple, okay, smile and guys think about this and like was trying to help me. She mm. thought she was trying to help me. I left. I was like, oh, I'll come do this later. <laughs> just, just, just to it I literally walked away. I was just like, okay, I'll let her do whatever she feels like she's doing. And I came back later. I was like, what is she doing right now? Like, like she walked out there with me. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't need you to. Yeah. I got this. This is my thing. Like, give me my 10 minutes. like... <laughs> And maybe I'm just like an old geezer, man, and it just bothers me. Ad the crema. This is Ad. You were a. I have that. Side you, you are I'm a, not.
1: Um, I feel like the warmth and jovialness of Ad is ubiquitous. People know you for this, sure. But this is the one thing that really gets your goat. Is just people. Stepping on your turf when it comes to you doing your job. Well, I'm, I'm trying to make a photo.
0: I'm like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> like, like this is my job. Like, I I don't know. I, I just think it's really funny. I don't go and try to plan the wedding or, like, you know, try to move things around. Or, I don't try to do that. I think I don't. And so I imagine there are things that planners are like, hey, you don't need to. You're stepping on my toes or right. don't be late. And I try really hard to stick to the timeline right. if I got 10 minutes, you know, but... We were doing one, and we're doing the photos. We got out to these hills in Aspen. It was beautiful. And then the, planner, the planner's assistant, right in the middle of the ceremony, right in the middle of our shoot, we had just done like the first look or something. I can't remember. No, this is... Yeah, we were just did the first look. That's what it was. And then the planner's assistant came and was like, hey, to the bride, hey, we, we have to make a decision because it's about to rain, and we want to know if you want to have the wedding inside or outside. And the bride started crying. You know, like she was like, what? She was sad. She was like, because she didn't know. And the wedding was still like hours away. Right. But she was She was like, what? Like, And she started crying. I only have this much time with them. Now the bride's distraught. We we took all this time to get out here. Yeah. And the, the bride, I mean, granted, the planner and everyone, they did help us drive out there because it was like a big thing. Right. We got out there. They did the first look. Literally a minute in. We're about to, like, I was about to get it. I was like, here, here we go. Right, make some pictures. And then she's crying. All And we have, like, ten minutes. She's crying for, like, five of those minutes. She's trying to console her. And her makeup is runny and all weird. And I was like, you couldn't wait ten minutes to ask her that one question, like, now? And then it didn't even rain. Oh, no. And they decided to bring it inside. It didn't even rain during the oh, ceremony. No. I was like, oh, come on. Like, you're killing me. Like, ugh. It was so uh oh no, it was so rough, anyway. Uh, I'm just saying that we as photographers, we try to uh, produce an experience for I think, you know, mm-hmm. at least that's something I've been trying to do is produce an experience. And when someone just comes and just tacks on their own thoughts, right, you know, really quickly, or even if it's just like the plant, some other the banquet host at this another other wedding. Hey, we're gonna do the cake cutting, so st- you need to come and stand right. I was like, stand right where? I don't I don't have a spot that I need to yeah. stand for cake cutting. I stand wherever I feel is the best spot. Yeah. But she was like she couldn't understand it. She literally couldn't comprehend that why I wasn't standing right next to them for the cake cutting shot. Yeah. And so she held she was just waiting. And I was like, Listen, we're good. I was like, thumbs up, like go start. You're good. Do it because I have a shot. I'm good. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need it to always be the same. Right. Uh, but she could not understand it. And she kept, She came to me during it. She was like, hey, so we're going to do that now. You Are you ready? I was like, I'm ready. You can go ahead and start. And then she was like telling them, you know, oh the old gosh. schools, like, okay, this is how you cut a cake. I'm like, I think they can figure it, it out. out. <laughs> like they just <laughs> cut a slice of cake. Everyone's done it. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. And uh, man, I'm really going after it right now. But I to- <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is that is also my favorite when people like show the couple like here's how you cut the cake. I'm yeah. like and even when the couples be like, how are we supposed to do this? I'm like, I bet you can figure it out. Yeah, uh, you cut a piece of cake, and if it's cake. messy,
0: who cares? Yeah, you do it. Like like you know, I, I guess there's some old like traditions of like wrapping your arms around each other, and you know, but I don't I don't think that those are like. Nece- like right now, honestly,
1: out. the only reason people cut the cake now is because they feel like they're supposed to.
0: Right. It's not There's not anything there other than that they
1: feel like they're out there, like, oh, there's something you do at a wedding.
0: And they take their first drink, right. and there's like some lady who's like, this is how you do it. Yeah. And I'm like, is it is it how you drink <laughs> something? Like, you know, like, I, I think, fired up. Oh, no, I was so upset. Because I was like, <laughs> and then she just, that, that banquet host just stood there right next to him, like, get out of the shot. Like, why are you just standing there? Like,. I don't think this is in her plan for her wedding, for yeah. you to be, you know, guiding them through eating a piece I, of cake. I think one day you're, you're going to crack and be like, and you're just going to let someone have it. I'm not, I would never do that. Not in front of the couple. I'm doing it right now. This is the extent. This, is me. this is me cracking. This is AD crack. It's like, hey, give me my client experience. i work worked really hard to craft that experience. And so, I don't, I don't know. Like, Man. I work hard to not be obtrusive. And so... I don't have to stand right next to you for the cake cutting. I don't I don't have to tell you how to do it. Like some and I get it. Sometimes people need that guidance. This is a very mm. like high alert time in their life and so they haven't really thought through, you know, maybe. I don't know. You know, like some people are like, should we stand here? I'm like, Yeah, go ahead, you're good. Mm, you're you know, right. that kind of thing. I get it. I'm not like an evil person, but I'm not the person who's like, Hey, this is how you cut, and then you and then you put it on the plate right here. And she's just walking there. I'm like, what are you doing? Like in your life, this is why you're, this is your serious life. Like this is it. (laughs) This is why they pay you so much money. Yeah. It's like to do that. Like you don't need to do that. Anyway, it's, uh, it's as you can tell, AD gets very fired up about this. It's quite jocular to me. (laughs) Whatever.
1: I would love to hear from people who are listening. What are your wedding? What gets you riled up? First off, I want to hear what's your worst food you've ever had at a wedding? What's, the worst, worst worst food movie? Movie. What's yeah. the worst food you've ever had? What's the worst food you ever had a wedding? Second, what gets you riled up? What gets you? Like, what what gets your go? Yeah, and tell us why, because I feel like that's something I'd be curious. What bothers people? And if you're a planner out there listening, tell us what photographers do that drive yeah, you crazy. That,
0: yeah, yeah, this is definitely unfair. Like all of our podcast episodes, <laughs> 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 very one sided. But uh, yeah, come at us you know planners I don't I don't care I yeah. love planners I've like, done
1: terrible things they're to, awesome. for
0: planners I'm sure so yeah, I don't ever want to yeah yeah come at us I don't yeah <laughs> that'd be fun yeah. alright alright this is the Black Light Podcast we
1: will catch y'all next week peace